Hello and welcome to The Pretty Podcast. I am your host, Paula Josh. I'm a motivational speaker, best-selling author of the book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction that you can get on Amazon. And I'm also the author of the devotional, Letting Go of Family Trauma and Addiction. You can find that on the YouVersion Bible app and download it for free. But most importantly, I'm a trauma survivor. And on my podcast, I want to share with you tips and tools of recovery and how to embrace your faith so that you can heal and walk into freedom and live your God-given purpose. I know what it was like to be stuck for so many years and not know where to go to get help. And that is why I knew that I needed to start this podcast. I want to read one of the reviews. I love Paula's podcast. Paula uses her life experience to help guide you through healing from your own trauma and addiction. I have found her honesty to be heartwarming. Her podcast has brought me reassurance that I'm not alone. If you don't mind, I would appreciate it at the end of this podcast if you would leave me a review. It helps to get this podcast out into the world and to reach more lost and broken people. Good morning and welcome to the Pretty Podcast. I am so glad you're here. And if you are somebody who's wrestling with just feeling unhappy all the time, just not feeling content, always feeling like there is something wrong with you. I want you to know that I get that. I want you to know that I understand that. And today I want to tap into the topic of quick fixes will always spell you. But underneath this topic, we're going to talk about a lot more stuff. We're going to get deep today and we're going to talk about what is true joy? What is true contentment? Because what I believe is that we can go through our whole life searching for something to bring us that contentment or that joy, which in actually, from my, from my personal experience, I don't believe it's a feeling. I believe it's a choice. And I think that we need to work on that. But the reason that I want to talk about quick fixes will always fail you. I want to share some of my experience, but I also talk to so many people who are you know, trying to heal from trauma, because that's what I'm an expert in, as in when I say expert, it's because I experienced a lot of trauma in my life since I was a child. And I've had to overcome by healing. And if you're new to this podcast, that's exactly what this podcast is. How do we heal so we can live a happy whole life, right? I talk to a lot of people via social media, email, text messages on the phone. But I say this over and over because I just talked to somebody yesterday, but it's they believe that God hates them. They believe that like God is punishing them because their life has been so hard. And I'm telling you guys right now, that is the farthest from the truth. But also a lot of people who have experienced childhood abuse or a really hard life, We tend to say, why did God let this happen to me? If God was real, why couldn't he stop this? But you have to understand that we live in a world 
where there's an enemy who's the the Bible scripture says that he's like a roaring lion looking for those who he can devour. You know, there's another scripture that says he comes to kill, still and destroy. Like the enemy is working overtime and he's working hard. And then you have God who says, I love you. I sent my only my only son for you, for God to love the world that he sent his only son for us to die for our sins and for us to understand the love that God has for us, right? But what happens is, is the enemy blocks us from God's love and he tries to confuse us and he tries to say, yep, all these bad things happened to you because God didn't love you. And then we sit in this cycle of confusion and self-hate and unhappiness. And it's just, it's not a fun place to be. But what I want to share with you today, and the reason I chose the topics is quick fixes will always fail you, is sometimes, or not sometimes, a lot of times people will go out on this journey and they'll be seeking for healing or they'll be seeking how to, you know, get their health in order. And then they'll feel like it's not working. And so then they just give up. And the next thing you know, two years has passed, five years has passed, and 10 years has passed. And you feel like you're spinning your wheels. I know for me personally, I have over 20 years of journals begging God to heal me. Now, from my personal experience, and this is just what I believe, I believe I had to go through that really hard time in life and all that suffering so that I would have something to teach out of. So I would have an experience to be able to help other people. I used to hate what happened to me growing up in abuse and addiction. You know, my parents struggled with addiction. My father was very abusive. My mom was never available like even physically, she was always gone from the home. Emotionally, she was unavailable. And so I always grew up just feeling alone. What is wrong with me? Why do my parents hate me? And that rejection and that abandonment left deep holes in my heart, right? So it took a long time for me to find this healing path to recovery, to find this healing path through trauma. But not only that, I was healing from trauma and doing the deep work. But then I had to get honest with myself because I was looking at all these patterns I created, unhealthy patterns for coping mechanisms. Back in the days in my teenage years and early 20s, it was drinking wine. In my teenage years, it was doing hardcore drugs. In my teenage years, it was acting out sexually. In my teenage years, it was I was very, very violent. I had a lot of anger. Starting at the age 18, I developed an eating disorder that I only got victory from. I mean, I started to see victory in my mid-30s, but I was still wrestling with it in the age 40. I'm 46 today, but I would say this last year is when I got huge victory where it was no longer controlling my life. And what happens along the way is we develop these belief systems, these negative thoughts, these negative patterns and these negative behaviors. But we want somebody just to hand us this quick fix and say, here you go, swallow this pill, swallow this anti-depression, 
follow these instructions, follow these rules, one, two, three, and then it's going to work. But you know what, you guys? Quick fixes will always fail you. So let's dive into that and let's really talk about this. And I'm going to share some stories with you and then I'm going to read one of my devotions that I read this morning. Anytime you are heading on a healing journey, whether it's from trauma, you know, going through a divorce, you're trying to lose some weight, you just have to remember that it's a process. And sometimes it can be a long drawn out process that it feels like it's taking forever. But can I let you in on a little secret? If you don't give up, you're going to see the end goal. You're going to start to feel better. I read this quote the other day. It says, you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. So choose wisely. And I believe that that is absolute truth, you guys. Even in a health journey, you know, if you're drinking water every day, getting a good amount of sleep, and you're working out and you're eating protein, fruits, and vegetables, you're making progress every day to start to feel better. It's the same thing with your healing process or you struggle with addiction. If you're searching, if you're actively searching for a trauma therapist or some type of counselor, or you're going to a recovery meeting and you're, you're taking the big bite of this elephant that just seems so big, you are in the process of that healing. And guess what? Let me let you in on a little secret. You will always feel better when you're working towards your goal, whether that's health or whether that's healing from trauma, whatever that is. But here's where we stumble. Here's where we give up. We don't trust the process. We feel like it's not working. So we stop. I'm going to say that again. We don't trust the process. So we give up and we stop. Let me tell you how to push past through this. Because even like with my eating disorder, I had such tormenting thoughts in the mind. I'll break those down a little bit for you. Every day I would just try to eat healthy and work out. But I would always hear this voice. You're fat. You're ugly. You're stupid. It's not working. You can't handle this. I mean, these voices were so loud. And I struggled with binge eating and purging. I would purge through unhealthy behaviors, over-exercising, and many other avenues. And so I had to, in order to heal from this eating disorder, I had to learn that I was in a battle and I had to learn to fight. So I would open up my journals and I would tell that voice to shut up and go back to the pit of hell. And every day, year after year, I would put, I am going to trust the process. Just for today, I'm going to drink a certain amount of water, get 30 minutes of movement in, eat three meals and a snack just for today, and I'm going to trust the process. And then I would do what they call um, habit stack, or there's another saying for it, where you create these new habits. And each day that you create this new habit, it's just kind of like if you're in the gym and you are lifting weights, you're building a muscle that's going to become stronger and stronger. Because let me tell you something. It takes work to believe negative thoughts. 
it also takes work, time, and energy to react on those negative thoughts. So when my eating disorder and the tormenting voice was haunting me, and I would get in my car and go through a drive-through, it took energy to get in the car and go through a drive-through, and then it took energy to go to another parking lot, secretly eat my food, stuff it in all this food, and then go to another parking lot, find a trash can, put the food in the trash, and then come home to my family without them knowing that I just binged eat a lot of food and a junk food and have to cook them a dinner. I lived that way for years. I'm being a little bit vulnerable here, but I struggled with what the medical field would call binge eating disorder. The next morning I would get up and I would either take laxatives or I would get on the treadmill and I would try to work it off. It was exhausting. And what I realized is that it was taking time and energy and I was becoming more and more depressed. So what if I flicked the script And every day I started to trust the process of eating healthy, making healthier choices. And even if I slipped up and maybe ate something that I wasn't planning, I had to be intentional about not beating myself up. I had to be intentional about not food shaming myself. This is the same with trauma healing. You're either going to let those negative voices beat you up for the rest of your life and tell you that nothing is working. And then you're going to look back five to 10 years from now and you're sitting in the same spot, laying in the same bed, depressed, not taking care of yourself health wise. You get to choose. You're either going to move forward or you are going to move backwards, but you get to choose. So trust the process. You're going to trust the process of getting help and getting healthier and healing, or you are going to trust the negative voice of you're always going to be this way. God doesn't love you. So step one, write it down. Trust the process. Step two, seek God every day for strength, strength and guidance. This is hard for people who have a hard relation, who have a hard time trusting God. This is hard for people who have a hard time trusting themselves. So I'm strongly urging you and I'm strongly encouraging you every day. Say, God, help me. God, what do you want me to do for today? If you're somebody like me who likes to journal, write it out. God, just for today, I will dot, 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 drink water, try to find a counselor, Try to move my body, even if it's for 15 to 20 minutes, just for today. And if you did this every day, something positive for yourself, you will be blown away of where you will be in one month, three months, six months to a year. This is what I did this year for myself. And I'll talk on that a little bit more later in the podcast. Step number three, work on not being controlled by your emotions. If you are healing with trauma, if you are trying to get over a food addiction, binge eating, or some kind of addiction, you will feel strong emotions. You may even feel emotions that you can't even put your finger on or put a label to. Go back to step one and trust the process. When you are on step three, working on not being controlled by your emotions, you need to trust and believe going back to step two, asking God to guide you and give you the strength 
to get through these emotions and not be controlled, which is step three, don't be controlled by your emotions. Did you see how I just did that? Don't be controlled by your emotions. You wake up, you're moody, you're having a bad day, you drop your coffee cup. That was me yesterday and it shattered all over my kitchen, my favorite coffee cup. No! My husband likes to pour my coffee in the morning and he's like, where's your coffee cup? And I'm like, well, about that, this is what happened, but don't pour my coffee because I'm trying to decide what cup I want to drink out of today. So when you are feeling emotional, you still got to trust the process and try to follow some healthy steps. And if you're really struggling with that, go to step two, seek God, ask him for strength and ask him to guide you. Number four, you have to remember that there is always going to be different seasons in your life. There are going to be seasons where you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling oppressed, you're feeling depressed. Every holiday season, I felt depressed because I had a lot of negative childhood memories around Christmas time. A lot of negative things happened around my house during the holidays. So always during the Christmas season, I felt that way. I knew it was coming. But year after year after year after year, when I would lay in bed and I knew it was coming, I started to get wiser and I started to get stronger and I started preparing myself for the season. For instance, this is the first time the holiday seasons are coming and I feel like I have a game plan. Paula, do some fun stuff. Paula, create some memories with family. Paula, drink your water and still work out all through the holiday seasons. Paula, make sure you are getting enough sleep. Because before, it was binge eating during the holidays. Before, it was depression during the holidays. Before, it was hiding during the holidays and not creating memories with my family. So you have to remember, there is always going to be different seasons in your life. But I need you to look at those seasons and I need you to get a game plan and I need you to make a plan so that you can get through whether it's a hard season, a good season, whatever that may be. Number five, always remember God and God alone is your source for your healing and your comfort. So when you're on your journey, even if you don't trust God, because I didn't trust God for a long time, I didn't. But you know what I started saying over and over and over for years? God, I'm going to trust you no matter what. God, I am going to trust you no matter what. And so wherever you're at in your journey, I need you to do that today. I need you to cry out and say, God, I'm going to trust you no matter what. And if you're still searching for that quick fix, trying to fix your outside appearance, trying to look for some pills or medicine, and I'm not knocking antidepressants if you need it, so don't take that wrong. But if you're looking for a quick fix, you just have to remember quick fixes will always fail you. And if you come to my podcast, you're going to hear me over and over, do the hard work. Do the hard work. What's the ultimate goal in this life? I believe in order for us to be happy, we have to understand and receive God's love. I believe that God wants us to feel good and healthy. He wants us to feel good about ourselves. And now that I truly understand God's love, I believe he wants me to enjoy myself. And I also believe 
that he wants me to love myself. That's the ultimate goal. I'm going to share a devotion with you that I read today, but I want to give you a little update. If you've been following me on Facebook and you've been following me on Instagram, I've been on a health journey this year. I joined this group, a transformation group, to help me get healthy. And I started an eating plan. I started drinking more water, getting more sleep, and drinking water. But then what happened midsummer is I got, I lost a lot of weight and I got to this size. In the group, people were encouraging me to keep going, but I didn't have peace about it. Because something was coming over me like, I feel really good right now. But then there was a stirring in my spirit. What's the ultimate goal, Paula? What's the ultimate goal? What is your ultimate goal? I had to start digging deep. Now, let me tell you something. I lost the weight. I got into a smaller size pair of pants. But there was still a part of me that felt empty. There was still a part of me that felt empty. I started digging deep with the Lord. I really started digging deep with him. I made the choice to remove myself from the transformation group because I needed to hear from God and I needed to hear my own voice. One of the things that the Lord was speaking to me is that he does want me to love myself. He does want me to be happy and he does want me to be healthy. But see, when it comes to healing, when it comes to your health, there's no end goal. There's no, oh, I'm going to get to this goal and I'm going to be done. That's what the Lord was showing me. Every day when I get up, I'm going to work on becoming a better perfect, not perfect, not a perfect person because there is no such thing. But if I have a hurt or a wound in my heart or if God shows me a trigger or a memory, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to ask him to help me. And then God told me to let go of the, of the goal weight. He says, every day, just follow eating healthy, eating 80-20, working out, drinking your water. Trust me with your weight. Because here's the thing, you guys. In the past, I've done many diets where I just focused on the goal weight. And once you get there, it's like you're there, and then you go back to these bad habits. And we never made it a lifestyle change. But if you want to become a better person, every day... We are to work on being better, healthier, and stronger, and understanding God's love. So I have this daily devotion. You can get it on Amazon. It's called, I Hear His Whisper, Encounter God's Heart for You. Today's reading on November 18th, the title was called, I Want You to Love Yourself. I want you to love yourself, to be absolutely crazy about the you I created. To look in the mirror and see all of the flaws and imperfections and love yourself anyways. To learn to laugh about your quirks instead of being embarrassed by them. To feel comfortable in your own skin and to remember that it is the home I have chosen for my Holy Spirit. No one spends more time with you than you do. So make the time enjoyable. Until you have fully embraced my love for you and actually believe that I think you are amazing, you won't be able to love yourself, not to mention loving others correctly. So first, let the reality of my unrelenting, unstoppable love for you seep in. Lose yourself fully in this awareness. 
then if for no other reason, love yourself because I do. Whew, I love that. Guess what, you guys? We get to love ourselves because God, because God loves us. Honor me in this way. Stop being so hard on yourself. If there are changes to be, to be made, we'll make them together. But first, believe you deserve to be happy, healthy, and whole. Take care of yourself. Let my love for you, combined with your love for yourself, lead you on a journey of wholeness. That is absolutely mind-blowing and beautiful. Love yourselves like God loves you. Please, please, please leave a review. Let's get the reviews up there. People read the reviews and they want to know what they're going to get in this podcast. And not only that, you guys, your reviews encourage me to keep going and letting me know that my podcast is making a difference in your life. I truly hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Everything that I share comes from my heart because I want to help you heal and be the best version of yourself. If you haven't already, make sure that you're following me on my Facebook motivational speaker page and also on Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel and then of course here on my podcast and then a couple more resources is I have a letting go of family trauma and addiction devotion on the Bible app version, and you can find my book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma on Amazon. I would really love it if you left me a review on this podcast, if you hop over to Apple and leave me a review, because that helps get the word out and help more people. Thank you so much.